0: From
1: Melbourne Town, we'll
2: blow the, off the We are the storm and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. It's not too late to join the Purple Army, get any two home games, a 2019 membership, a beanie and access to all finals tickets for only $60. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Call 1300 786 786. 767 or go to membership.melbournestorm.com. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> dot au. Cooper Johns. Great intro, mate. Great intro. And I have just got to say, <laughs> it's very <laughs> off-putting to turn around to say hello to you, and you've shoved a camera right within about half a meter of
0: my face. Yeah, it's your greatest fears come to life. You got a, you got on radio to escape this sort of stuff, and uh, now we've been able to catch the visual. People are going to be very shocked. <laughs> the people of Twitter are going to be very shocked. Have like you ever that done that? Way. You know, that first time you're listening to people on radio, and you're like, I'm going to Google to see what they yeah. look like. And they look horrendous. Wow. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no not, not, not saying not you. You're like, horrendous. Wow. I'm just saying in general. Obviously, if we Googled you, nothing would come up. It would just come up <laughs> Shandorill and, and Cooper Jones. Yeah. Oh,
3: is that
2: right,
0: it? wouldn't it? come up with
3: your face at all. It'd come up with a blank face. Okay, well,
2: that's a lovely start to the show. And again, <laughs> we're not really here to talk about me and how I may or may not look. And how... Very true, very true. I'm surprised you wanted to go up against me in the looks department, Shandor. or I'm just uh, you get a bit too happy with your own self. And some people like a bald man who's uh, stocky. Come on. Sam. Uh, oh, there's overweight. a niche for it.
0: I'll, uh, there's definitely a niche for it. I'll guarantee um, you there are some
3: people. Not, not in Australia. Who, yeah, who would
2: right, just look have at you. Go to, you're
0: going to
3: have to go to a very discreet
0: And go, oh, I don't know if I'm into a top knot and someone who clearly uses a solarium. Um, this is a natural olive complexion. <laughs> I'm half Hungarian, half New Zealand. So, uh, Sam, I'll stop you right there. He is a great-looking fella. He
3: is
2: a good-looking man.
3: But
0: I just, hey, there will boys, be someone who... Will be
2: someone who goes no no no. I prefer the short stocky ball There guy. is definitely going to be someone. But you know someone... what I will give you? Your voice is better. Shando has a horrible voice. Yeah, and because That's a lie. I don't have that touch of arrogance to yeah. the sound whoa, of my whoa, voice. Whoa 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 whoa
0: It's yeah. not arrogance. What, what is, is it? it? It's confidence.
3: <laughs> That's a fine line.
0: There <laughs> yeah. is a line.
3: <laughs> and you tread it. I'm happy to on dance, it. On it.
0: <laughs> <You do. laughs>
2: dance on it. You do. Dance on it. Just kick it to the curb. <laughs> Uh, boys, uh, how's your week been? It was a great win in Gosford at the weekend, 26-16 against the Rabbitohs. Uh, Craig Bellamy continues his winning record against Wayne Bennett. He's made Wayne his bunny, who's now coaching the bunnies.
0: Wow, that was a great, <laughs> That's little, <that> was <laughs> a great that one. was a man? weird analogy. Pretty <laughs> much threw me off. Uh, look, <laughs> there's great ours. things happening. Cooper Johns <laughs> is sprinting up and down Gosh's paddock down in Richmond. He's ready to go. We're flogging bunnies. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a great week all in all, Sam.
2: Uh, it was a masterclass by Cameron Munster, though.
3: Mm, wasn't yes. it ever? Yeah, he played outstanding. Money. I think that's one of his. He's played good at all year. I don't think there's been a game where you can say he hasn't played well. But that was definitely a standout for him, especially in a tight game. I'll give you
0: one thing about Cameron. He, you sometimes, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves internally. Anyway, in terms of us boys, because he's so like down to earth, you would never know that he's had a good game or he's, you know, he's probably the top three best players in the game right now. But he's just cruisy. Like every each game is just he goes about his business. Next game goes on, but. He literally is like what, top mm. top three in the game. It's unbelievable, and
3: he's one of the clowns of the room too. So you never he never really changes too. Mm. He Doesn't change his attitude whether mm. it's a bad game or a good game. So he's killing it. He's just a great fella to have around, Sam. Well, it sounds like we should he bring is. him on the show. Well, we, I think we've had a
2: standing invitation to the man that we have a segment named after the T Bone of the Week for yeah, our yeah, Eddie of the Week. He should crown the T Bone of the Year. Mm. So in the last yeah, show for the season, call. we'll get him on for the T Bone
3: of the Year. Great You've call. thought about that, haven't you? That's a that's off the cuff, mate. No, it's please, not, mate. That's just straight off the top of the bonce. You don't ad lib, mate. The top of the what? Top of the bonce. Bonce. Oh, I've never heard that before. What is that? The another word for head. Peak of a bald head. Is that <laughs> a bowling ball head? <laughs> <laughs> or toe ball. I used to get that a little bit. Yeah,
2: I bet you did. Mark of respect.
0: <laughs> yeah, respect.
2: <laughs> uh, toe ball's incredibly useful, and so am I. Wow. Okay. okay, now. Nico Hines, Storm player, number 198. That was some pretty nice scenes after the game. Uh, Nico celebrating with his family and friends. I thought that was a a beautiful touch.
0: Mate, I think we all pumped it up on social media and it was just, uh, it was an awesome moment. You see a lot of debuts and it's a bit of a spectacle, but how did the stars align? Like the bloke, he's gone through, gets a crack in pre-season, then earns himself a contract through some great form and then gets a debut in Gosford, down the road from where he lives. I mean, you couldn't, Mm. you you can't ride it. It's the first game they've played there in 10 years as well.
3: Unbelievable. Like it's, not, it's not even like they play there every year. It's one in 10 years, and he's played there. Meant to be. And managed to yeah, – it is. It's like Gord, Zeus, and uh, someone else <laughs> have all come together to just say, Here you go, Nico. Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Nep- Neptune as well. Yeah. Yep. Anyone else? Uh, myself.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but so no, it was it was an amazing you, moment, and he's earned he's definitely he's earned the spot. I know he's third string fullback, and I know we've got amazing depth. But you know he'd go well at a number of other clubs, and he'd be fighting for a chance at first grade. So his form has earned him that position. He had a great game, and uh, we're all stoked for him. You've had
2: some memorable debuts this year. It's been a, a great season for in terms of. I mean, obviously it's a great season because you're six points clear on top mm. of the ladder at the Melbourne Storm, but. You know, for you, Shandor, you've had some great moments this year. Hashtag 50, and then I think we're up to hashtag uh, 50 to Area 52 and Area 53 now. Um, and, Cooper, you becoming a fully fledged. There's been some really lovely moments for for a lot of the players of the Storm this year.
3: Mm. Billy Walters as well. That was that was probably one of the most memorable days. Marion Seve.
0: Well. Yeah, Marion. Uh, Tino. Tino. Yeah, there's been a few. And then there's just been a lot of good moments, and I think Storm have done well. Storm typically do well in making sure we celebrate those milestones. But uh, – The nature of the beast that it is, especially with social media, Storm do a really good job of that as well. So I think everyone gets great insight. And um, as you said, there's been plenty of moments to celebrate this year. And they've
3: all played well too. I don't Mm. think there's been a debut where someone's disappointed Mm -hmm. or just not played a game that's impressed someone. Puts pressure on you, doesn't it? No, mate.
2: Carry the John's name. (laughs) Speaking of Billy Walters, it was only his second game of NRL on the weekend. And he came on and another... I guess it's another great little story that goes with all these. That he came onto the ground as his dad Kevy, yeah, friend of the show, Kevy Walters, who was on last week. He was actually commentating that game. Yeah, it's
3: pretty cool. Good friend of you as well, Sam. I've heard. Yeah,
0: so we've heard. Oh, we we go back a ways.
2: We spent some time together when I was in
0: Brisbane. Sam was actually telling me pre-show that, uh, uh, you know what? After I said that, I told Kevy that I commentated the MCG. He actually went on Facebook and commented, "Great work, Sam. Congratulations." Did he
3: actually do that?
2: (laughs) You can check my Facebook out. He commented. <laughs> I put a photo up of doing my first yeah, game at the MCG. He and he commented, said very I'm, I'm wrapped for you. Proud well, of you him. You know what? I know
3: Shane was bagging out, but I'm proud of you.
0: Right. I'm very Thanks. proud of you. I'm proud of him. Well then why are you into him? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> mm. I'm is, willing to take a cheap laugh at his expense anytime. He's bullying
2: only. funny. Mm, 1-30-736-736. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. How hey, you get involved anytime. one 30 736 736 uh zero four double three nine eight, 11, 16. That is the phone number. Don't roll your eyes at me, Thanks Shandor. Well. Um, so, Storm, <laughs> six points clear, top of the table. Minor Premiership is almost secured. It's in with sight. A, it's in sight. Uh, and now, 10 away matches in, uh, have been won this season, just a loss against the Sharks in Cronulla. And the wins have been in 10 different cities from Auckland to Adelaide. That's
0: crazy. Mm. It has been a tough year, I reckon, in terms of the draw and travel. Mm. I think a few of the boys have commented on that. We've had some short turnarounds from trips, uh, you know, in faraway destinations. And I think it's been a tough draw. But, mate, to have lost three games and those three games by two and one point, unbelievable. It's just been a great season. And... I still think you'd agree, Cooper, that I don't think we've seen our best footer yet. Yeah, I don't think which we've seen is
2: scary. Yeah, near it. Most yeah. experts are saying the same thing too, and they're not. And you know that with the Sydney centric media, they're not keen to give out too many compliments to the no, Storm. But the most astute uh, analysts of the game are saying the same thing that they still don't think that the Storm have hit their straps. So that's scary yeah, when you are six is.
3: points clear at the top hey, of the competition. Um, what What is the most like a team has been clear on the ladder before, like for in terms of minor premiership?
0: Yeah, I guess in terms of NRL would it, as would well,
3: it be, keep it like Yeah, would relevant. it be 6? Yeah. Uh it I'm not to sure be 6 point. You but can't if, imagine a team would
2: be f- But if you know where it what team's finished highest above anyone else on top of the ladder in the history of the NRL, zero four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. just on the text. Just on the text by the way too, Shandor. This has just come through, no name and suburb, so we can't congratulate this. Uh just says Top knots and
3: Spray Tan. What a guy. Great. Well, do you uh, want to go on a date with Cinderella, Yeah. Or do you want to have a free week membership at his F45, which is a little promo going on a little Street at the moment? I actually want that. Thank you. <laughs> I need that. Yeah. Need him one or two different things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I need it, but I actually don't really want it. Yeah. Glad you corrected it. We've spoken about Billy Walters. Curtis Scott, who we got a really in-depth uh, injury update from a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Really good to yeah. hear great to hear how he was going mm. he made his comeback to the sunny coast falcons which is the storm feeder club in the uh Super Cup in the
3: queensland cup competition how did he go uh, he went well curtis he um he had i think he had 120 meters uh, a lot of them would run out of red zone he was saying he said he felt really fit and uh really game fit which is good after 15 weeks on the sideline so hopefully he builds from the next couple of weeks and we see him back in first grade yeah how good your sister club uh, on the sunny
2: coast the Sunny Coast Lightning who are in the national super netball competition who are part of the Melbourne Storm family, of course, uh, gunning for three premierships in a row after only being in the competition for three years. We're going to speak to one of their superstars, Laura Langman, a little bit later in the show. Uh, boys, Nico Hines, we spoke about his debut and how at the moment his third string uh, at fullback, it's whilst it was a great occasion for him. It's looking like Jerome Hughes and Ryan Pappenhausen, uh will be back this week after they missed the Rabbitohs game. So,
0: yeah, I think, and we've spoken about this before, um, giving a little bit of uh, understanding about my own journey this season. But I think Nico's in the same position. A big focus has been on himself individually. He's come a long way considering that he was given a sort of a trial or a little bit of an opportunity to train to cementing his position in the top squad to now getting a debut. So for him, he'll be ecstatic at that and he'll just want to build in that. I think he'll have massive confidence going back to Cup. And, um, you know, we talk about the Falcons. They're chasing their own premiership. They're six points clear. And uh, yeah, it's it's exciting times for both clubs.
2: So if those two come back in and both of them have spent time at fullback this season, so what's the best makeup? of the side with those guys. And, and where do you think Belzer
3: will settle going into finals? Because it's only a few weeks away. Yeah, I think he's going to settle with Jerome at fullback and then perhaps yeah. as that 17-year-old being able to, if, if someone in the spine gets injured, it, it gives him that flexibility or anyone in the back line, really, he can just put Paps in or play him through the ruck if he need be. We'll talk about the game this week, uh, Saturday against the Raiders, which is the, the
2: next home game this weekend. We'll talk about that very soon. Uh, but I wanted to say something that caught my eye, over the last couple of days, and we're all keeping a very close watch on Valentine Holmes, mm. former rugby league superstar who's with the Sharks, and we know his record at state of origin was exceptional. And at the last World Cup, I think he was Australia's uh, number one try scorer. He's played his first preseason game for the New York Jets, trying to realise his uh, NFL dream, uh, Jared Haynes style, but hopefully more successful. He oh, he he actually had some good carries and some mm. good receptions and made some good yardage uh, for the New York Jets on the weekend. Although I was a bit interested to hear how he was described by Ty Montgomery, one of his superstar teammates who said that Valentine Holmes was the LeBron James of rugby. Really? Is that what he said? That's a big call. That's what he said. Mm. Is that what he's telling everyone over there? I, well, we don't know. I mean, do we <laughs> think that that's Val when they say, what sport did you play? Rugby league. What, 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 how are we any good? Oh, I was like LeBron James. Oh, well,
3: <laughs> well if, I, guess, I guess if they'd Googled him and looked at his highlights, he probably looks like LeBron James in it. Like the amount of highlights he's got. Yeah. Yeah, it's a v- I don't think they have much of an idea. The best thing regions. about
0: Jared Hayne and uh, Val Holmes going over, they went at their peaks. Like Val Holmes come mm. off a massive origin series, big performances for Australia, and was uh, really doing his thing in two positions for the Sharks. So... As Cooper said, you come off and you have a look at his highlights, and he, he was a freak. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you're basically saying you're the best player in the NRL. So. <laughs> we don't know if he said that, the That's yeah. the reference. But I hope he I hope he gets more of an opportunity. You know, he, only, he did only get his opportunity in the fourth quarter, uh, which they yeah. typically do utilise the uh, rookies and guys yeah. like that. But, you know, hopefully it uh, gives him a bit more confidence. You see the rugby player from England as well, first carry, touchdown. Did you see that? Or oh, didn't. Who was he playing for? Or pretty sure it was the, the Colts. I really? didn't see that. I didn't even know there was a rugby player. Yeah, yeah, rugby union player, similar situation, got the opportunity, yep. first run, touchdown, and run, it was good. Run, he running was back. fast. Running yeah. back? Yep, fast. Wow, that's
2: incredible. That was sick. If, if Val Holmes isn't the LeBron James of the rugby league that, world. That guy is. Well, he no, was. he's rugby. He's yeah, the LeBron so, James of So who would, who would you, if you had to say that somebody mm. playing at the moment is the LeBron James of the NRL, who is it?
0: Smithy? Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, because, you know, LeBron's is. Bit of flash, super dominant, loud. It's not like your typical Smithy, but Smithy is just dominating the game. He's a bit older, so it's yeah. got to be him. You'd think. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, Smithy. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll
2: him. go Cam Smith and obviously very similar in personalities as well. What like? What are you trying to say? <laughs>
0: yeah, super Larry. Yeah, very Larry.
2: Larry um, um, you know, just uh, a, a, a mogul. Potentially
3: moving Isn't towards it? having to wear a headband. <laughs> Covering that, maybe going towards Sam's route, like yep. you know, covering that. Well, Sam, ten years ago, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad we cleared that up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How did a conversation about LeBron James and Cam Smith come back to me?
0: Uh, we'll take uh, it where we want.
2: Yep, <laughs> nicely get
0: done. Get on board.
2: Hey, uh, we've got to have a little preview of the next home game between the Storm and the Raiders at Sydney Park it. on Saturday. We'll get to that very, very soon. And then our special guest tonight will be from the Sunny Coast Lightning, Laura Langman. We'll do our T Bone of the Week. As well, so still plenty more to come on the Storm Hour SEN. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. It's not too late to join the Purple Army. Get any two home games, a 2019 membership, of beanie, and access to finals tickets, only 60 bucks. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Just head to the website, membership.melbournestorm.com.au. Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns, massive home game. It's a, another game against a top-four side. The Canberra Raiders this week at Amy Park. Saturday, 5.35 p.m. kick-off. It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What about oh, it, Oh, wow. Well, Seriously. There it is. What's wrong with doozy? Nah, it's good, mate. A ring-a-ding-dinger. Um, oh, there we go. Now you just what ruined it. What are you it. doing?
2: You just ruined it.
0: What are you doing, Sam? Seriously. A ring-a-ding-dinger. Oh, sorry. It's going to be lit. Is that better for you? How old are you, millennials? Sam? How Honestly, old are you? You're, if we're trying to get your name up on the wall, you're doing <laughs> yourself no favours. Um, the game. Very excited about it. Uh would love to be playing against the Raiders, my uh, old team. But they're going to come with uh, a lot of a lot of strike power. they got... Leilua back, big inclusion for them in the centres, but uh, they've got a point to prove. They just lost to the Roosters last week, Mm. so a big clash for them. This is another one they would have penciled in just to see as a marker where they're really at. So hoping they can come down to Amy, we can knock them off and um, all but cement that minor premiership.
3: Yeah, they're playing very good this year. The way they played Mm. on the weekend actually will trouble the storm a little bit. The offloads they were doing, the Roosters really disrupted them. Mm. I thought they were going to smoke them in the end, but Roosters ended up getting the win. But, Mm. um, yeah, it should be an outstanding game. Mm. Outstanding.
2: So you really only need to win one out of the next four to probably secure uh, the minor premiership for this season. Uh, six points clear
0: now. I believe that's the math, yes, with the four and against.
3: Mm. Yeah, maybe. Hey. Well, we don't look at it like that. We no. Well, how done. do you look at it? Oh, we're going just game win by, win by game, game mate. Yeah, Let's I don't not think, get ahead of ourselves. I don't think that's even being spoke about. He doesn't think we just need to win this, many. It's just a way, week to week going, we need to win this game. Yeah, you're this focusing
0: time. on results, we're focusing on the process, mate. <laughs>
3: just shows, eh? just shows yeah, it's different just, people. Yeah,
0: it's a different, it's, it's a
3: different, different world in here. Yeah. Well, I mean.
2: feel like we've really learned something there, and, <laughs> and we appreciate it. It's, it's a great insight, and I'm glad we've got you two in to provide it. Uh, now, Craig Bellamy up against his old mate, uh, Ricky Stewart. Do these guys, you think, enjoy coming up against each other?
3: Do they play? Do, how many years do they play together? I don't know. Do you exactly. know Ricky? Yeah, you probably do. You know Kevin, so you'd
2: think you know him. Uh, I've never met Ricky in person. Right, I've spoken to right. him on the phone. Right. <laughs> What,
3: what about? Oh, I just rang up and said, is your fridge running? No, you didn't. No, of course I didn't. It was for wow. work purposes. Seriously. Uh, well. Anyway, uh, back on to footy topic. Yeah, I think he'll uh, definitely enjoy it. Uh, you can tell whenever he's got a little feud with someone, not that he's got a feud with Ricky Stewart, he probably does, but he always gets the boys up for it, especially a game like this where they're coming, you know, they're in the top four, the Raiders, so... I think he's definitely going to uh, get the boys up for it. And, you know, some words might even be exchanged after the game. A mm, bit of banter. Why not? It's bit on the banter. line. A bit of a shake of a hand. Maybe mate a versus aggressive. mate.
0: State versus state. What's up? It? Is it is. The Australian? It's like there ca- ca- it
3: is. The Australian Capital Territory versus Victoria. That's what it is. The, the sporting capital. Well,
2: that's the name of the
3: show, yeah. it's hey, um, Victoria. Is it true that they didn't want to put, like, uh, what's the Australian? They don't want to make the capital... New South Wales or Victoria, so they put it in between. Is that the history? You mean
2: Melbourne or Sydney?
3: Yeah, Melbourne or Sydney,
2: sorry. Uh, There is a reason why it was made to be Canberra, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. And someone will know. My old man would know. If he's listening now, my old man's one of those people that if you shake hands with someone, he'll go, you know uh, where shaking hands was invented and why they started doing that. And you're like, oh to should take you to parties. Well, um, is he, he's, he's
3: a good fellow, Pete. Is he, on a, but, is he listening? Does he listen?
0: Uh, probably not to this. Um, no. he, he doesn't <laughs> listen to this, he's not going to listen to any, <laughs> other, any other rubbish that you toss <laughs> out during the week, mate. <laughs> this is as good as it gets for
2: yeah. you, brother. Uh, <laughs> he, look, he might be listening. Pete, if, you, if you're tuning in, just, just let call, us know. Pete. There's a reason why Canberra was spoken, uh, mm. was chosen, uh, and I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Dash will tell me.
0: He'll, Munners he'll... said Cooper was correct. Good old Munners on the text. What's, he's an avid listener. Cooper was months. correct with what? Uh, on the capital.
2: Because yeah, they didn't want it to be Sydney. It couldn't be Sydney or Melbourne because they couldn't decide.
3: Yeah, They
0: played for, together for seven years in the 80s. Money's just Google-a-thon. Seriously,
3: Dr. Google out there. Seriously, just stay in your lane, Munners.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, can we
2: get back on to some yes. rugby league? That was nice from Munners. Uh, you got a bit upset last week that we didn't mention Fuel by Fire, the podcast, straight away mm. in the second segment. So Don't over to you. Shandor has got a podcast called Fuel by Fire. Yes, and tell us about it. Well, it's a fantastic podcast. You're interviewing people who not only have uh, achieved, but it's because they've overcome. Right. They've faced adversity in their sporting career, just like you have in yours, yes. and they've managed to work through that to reach almost the ultimate success in a lot of cases.
3: That's
0: nice. That's Such very a, good.
3: Who's interviewed so far, Sam?
2: Oh, Nick Maxwell,
3: Josh Addo Carr. Uh,
2: he's Kane Lambert uh, from Richmond Footy Club and many, many
0: other... <laughs> <laughs> that's a great plug. I'm happy with that. That's actually, actually. well done. Sam. I'm happy with that. We're starting to branch out into other areas, but uh, yes, it's very, very accurate. This week on the show, we have Justin Olam. So the uh, the Kummel Bomber, the big P&G center that's been in great form for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, he's got a remarkable story. I think obviously people sort of assume that he's come from P&G. It's an amazing feat to even make it to the NRL. But if you hear the actual details of his journey to even get an opportunity to play rugby league, let alone the Melbourne storm. It's phenomenal. So I really hope it, uh, Sheds some light on the situation and gives a real good insight into the pathway they have to go through and hopefully inspires uh, the next generation of young PNG football players so that they can actually make it. I'm
3: surprised his story hasn't been picked up
0: earlier. Yeah, like, I mean, I've been pushing... Out, it's an outrageous story. I've like, been pushing the Storm, let alone the NRL, to, to mate, get a camera, go over there in the off-season or whenever he's playing for PNG. and He's a legit superstar. Yeah, mm. He's like a god
3: over there. They chant his name in p and I love him. Where can we find this edition?
0: Uh Spotify or Apple Podcast app in uh Wednesday night we drop every Wednesday. Fueled by
2: fire. Before we get an update on the comedy night, which is coming up on Sunday, August 8th. Yes. You can book at comicslounge.com.au. Yeah, that's what I said. 18th. Uh, this week is Women in League round and uh, the Storm will be wearing their Women in League jersey as well as honouring the women who are a big part of the game. We're going to be speaking to the captain of the Sunny Coast Lightning, who is the Melbourne Storm's sister club, uh, the Sunny Coast Lightning uh, in the national netball competition, the Super Netball, and uh, have, uh, are owned by the Melbourne Storm. They're going for three straight premierships in a row, but it's an important game. And again, uh, when it comes to the Women in League, it's, it's an area that's becoming better and better and, and more inclusive. It's taken a little while with rugby league, but these rounds are important uh, for that inclusion and, and it can be the great unifier uh, sport in these circumstances and agents of social change.
3: Yeah, well, not only for women off the field, you look at the, uh, the NRLW, like a lot of women's sports come into the game now and that's sort of uh, become a very big sort of platform for women across Australia to aim to play rugby league. So it's, you know, it's going outstanding. I just love it.
0: Yeah, it's nice to see there's a push towards... Uh, Professional sport for and full time athletes, you know, for females, it's a great move. There
3: are there are a lot of great women in rugby league, such as your mother, Shandor. Jan. Yes. Isn't she outstanding? She's a great woman. Yeah.
2: Just uh, off the SMS, Melbourne was the capital of Australia at the time of the Federation. There was a fight between Melbourne and Sydney over the capital, so they slapped it in the middle. Mm. Although Andrew says that Canberra is way closer to Sydney. It's true. So we're getting a little history lesson here on the Storm Hour. Uh, is that, a, you've is that got, a
3: win for Sydney? You've got a double path, Matthew. Uh, his name's Andrew. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you said Matthew. And just on who he would be the Le-
2: LeBron James of the competition. Uh, on the SMS, someone's nominating that Jason Tomalolo is a LeBron James and that Cam Smith is more like a Chris Paul or a Steve Nash type. Wow. Oh, how wow. dare you. Who yeah. said that? Did they leave their number? No, they didn't. And yeah, Lucky. Of course you lucky. Are. You are
0: a Makes coward. a lot of sense. You are
2: a coward. Dash is telling me too that they wanted to create a specific federal territory, so they built Canberra. And then Melbourne was acting capital whilst they did that rather than using an established city already. Mm. So Canberra was created for the primary purpose of being our
3: nation's capital.
2: It That's is cool. interesting.
3: Where was it before? Was it in Melbourne? Victor- oh, so it was in Victoria. And then, oh, yeah, Melbourne. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> AC. so Canberra. ACDC. Was Canberra <laughs> in the state of Victoria? Or well, was Canberra it- is its own
2: territory. So yeah. um, they just... They, just, a, they just found a bit of land and said, this will do. Oh, okay. That's
3: pretty well they've done. Okay. Yep. That's all I wanted to know.
2: Thank you. Uh, now, I want to ask you guys a question. Latrell Mitchell has been uh, lauded and commended by coach, teammates, all in sundry at the Roosters. He's been copying racial and... and Online racial abuse. Yes, and he's called it out and he's named and shamed. And him. yeah, absolutely, we, we commend him for that. I just want to get a sense from you guys: how prevalent is this? I mean, how um, we we hear about this example, and we're assured that this is not the first time it's happened to Latrell. Mm. How often do things like this, whether it be the racial abuse online or the trolling online, how often do you guys cop that stuff?
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't myself and Cooper personally we don't come across the racial stuff, obviously. With uh, but in terms of the I guess, uh, bullying online, if you want to call it that, but yeah, we're, we're open to it. You put yourself in the public profile and, uh, you're going to be open slather really, but I guess you sort of just got to take it with a grain of salt. You got to understand that the people that are doing that, it's kind of a reflection of them, not so much of you. Mm. Like they don't actually know the ins and outs of not only yourself, they don't actually know you as a person, but they don't know what it takes and what really goes on in games or whatever else they're commenting on. So I think you grow that thicker skin over time, but I think there is a line, and in the Troll Mitchell's case, the line's been crossed, Mm. and I'm glad it's been called out and some action's been taken by the NRL. It sets a precedent.
2: Does the club give you training, Cooper? You're 19 years old. 20. Yeah, it's
0: twenty happy birthday. Uh,
2: 20 20 years old. Does the club give guidance and a bit of uh, structure and and education around how to deal with that online trolling?
3: Yeah, particularly over things like Instagram that's where a lot of it happens um you do get a lot of you know sort of throwaway comments or messages from people that you don't know or fake profiles that might become a personal attack but something like that doesn't really it's not really for me and Shanda wouldn't really faze us because you know it's there's a lot of banter that we throw at each other so we got pretty thick skin but for someone when it gets into that sort of racism there's racial slurs i think that's definitely a line and it's good that he sort of brought it up because if no one ever says anything, they think they can just get away with it every time they do it. So it's good that he's named and shamed him. And a lot of the other boys um, got around it. I know Josh, he shared it on his story. And,
0: yeah, and we spoke about this stuff in relation to the Adam Goods film that we've seen the other week. Mm. At some point, someone has to stand up and say it's unacceptable. Like, you can let it go on. And I'm sure Luttrell's going, look, it doesn't really bother me. But at some point, those people with a profile like Luttrell needs to stand up and go, it's not okay. And then Wes now having these conversations... Uh, whether we're Indigenous or not, and it starts to broaden everyone's understanding. I think that's the way we move forward and actually create change. So I'm all for guys making a a statement about it.
3: Mm.
2: Beautifully done. Uh, On the other side of this, we'll get an update on the Melbourne Storm comedy night, and then we'll have a chat to Laura Langman, the captain of the Sunny Coast Lightning, their Melbourne Storms club. And we'll have a chat to her as they are gunning for three premierships in a row. Melbourne Storm Hour continues after this on SEN.
0: We are the storm from Melbourne town. We'll blow the others off the We are the storm and we're number
2: one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm,
1: our city, your club.
2: Before the end of the show, we will to our T-Bone of the Week nominations. That's our Idiot of the Week award. Shandor Earl, Cooper John's in for another week of the Storm Hour. And, boys, before we finish up, we do want to have a chat about the four men named and have been officially announced as they are about to be and will be inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame. There's some glaring omissions that we're not happy about, so we'll dissect that uh, a little later on in the program. But it is women in league round, and we will, the Storm will be wearing their women in league jersey as well as honouring the women who are a big part of the game and a big part of the Melbourne Storm Club overall is the Sunny Coast Lightning uh, in the Super Netball competition they're gunning for three straight premierships in a row after only having been in the competition for this is their third year their captain is Laura Langman who's been good enough to join us on the Storm Hour the sister club of the Melbourne Storm is the Sunny Coast Lightning and the skipper's on the line hello captain
1: hi how are you going
2: well, we're very well. Thanks for joining us on the Storm Hour. Uh, firstly, congratulations on the first few years of the Sunny Coast Lightning. We were talking the other day about sporting organisations who have made an immediate impact when they come into a competition, and we don't think it's been done in history before that a team has won two grand finals or premierships or championships in their first two years of existence.
1: Yeah, it's um, a bit of a fairy tale, uh, but I think... Um What's been a, a massive point of difference is um, the people that we have involved at Lightning. And obviously we got some awesome personnel from Storm who gave us a leg up initially to start with. Um, I think always having been the regional team, there's an added challenge of being very remote. Um, and we've been very, very lucky with the community support that we've received, especially in our foundation year. But it's just continued to get stronger and stronger. So uh, I think you can put it down to great people, to be honest.
0: Hey, Laura, it's Shandor here. Um, I just wanted to ask you, sort of touching on Sam's question, but as he said, it's an amazing feat to knock off two premierships and on your way to the third. But how much of an influence have you had from Melbourne Storm? You know, a lot of we get a lot of teams in talking about the culture and just wanting a little bit of the secrets to success. How much influence has the St- Melbourne Storm rugby league club had on the way you guys do things?
1: Um, I think in terms of, like, processes um, and... Um uh, celebrating, I think milestones. Mm. We've um, probably piggybacked, I think, on a few ways um, that they've done that, um, which has been really nice. Um, I think, to, um, in all honestly, um, Knowles is—you can't get better than a top dog like Knowles in terms of culture and creating campaigns and um, legacy. So we've been really lucky having Knowles at the helm. I think for the last three years, um, and I think her um, ability to bring a group together. Um, coupled with, I think, obviously the resources of Storm and some of the processes that they've, um, we've been able to piggyback off, it's been um, there's been quite a lot of synergy in there. So um, we got we've got off to a great start, and um, hopefully the club just continues to get um, stronger and bigger.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
3: Hey, uh, hey, Laura, it's Cooper here. I just wanted to ask you. G'day. Y- yeah, hey, hey, um last year <laughs> when you when you went back to back, was it something that you guys talked about? I know last year when we had the opportunity to go back-to-back. It was used as motivation throughout the year, um, you know, being one of the first teams to go back-to-back. Did you guys use that throughout the whole year as a theme or was it something that wasn't talked about?
1: Uh, oh, look, um, I wasn't actually there last year. Um, I took a break, but um, I think if I use the parallels to potentially being the three-peat for some of the girls this year, um, what I actually quite admire about the group is it's business as usual. Um, I think they don't get hung up in um, what it could be or um, the kind of banter that can get uh, associated with um, something that you know may or may not happen. Um, and I think I think it's quite nice because uh you get the bond for the people that weren't there. Um, and yeah, I think uh, yeah it's business as usual to be honest. Um, but it's a nice way to kind of. Um, you know, celebrate what has been before us um, and what potentially could be. Hi, hey,
2: Laura. Congratulations begrudgingly on your success at the World <laughs> Cup. You are the captain of the Silver Ferns, New yes, go the New Zealand national time. And Shandor is very happy about that with his New Zealand heritage. Oh, he's Hungarian. You, uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're the most capped Silver Fern in history. How oh, much no. How much did this mean to you, that... that that World Cup win, especially after it was such a nail-biting loss, uh, the World Cup before that against the against Australia?
1: Yeah, I've been involved in a whole lot of seconds, man, like a whole lot of seconds, which, you know, you can turn it any way you want, first loser, bridesmaid, whatever. So to be finally on the right side of the ledger, come full time, um, it was huge, I think, for New Zealand ac- uh, across the board, um, not only for the playing group, and I was one of the fossils that have, I was lucky enough <laughs> to get pulled bites to the apple. <laughs> um, but um, I think, too, from an organisational level, from netball in New Zealand, obviously there was quite a lot of... Um controversy over when ANZ split and what it had done to New Zealand netball and then um we had the nightmare of a year the year before so um it it was a big moment for New Zealand netball and um I think if anything I think it just shows that um again that you get the right people involved um anything can happen no matter the time frame
0: Hey Laura last question from me uh, I just wanted to talk about netball and growing the game uh Where do you see... I think it's a great time for women in sport. We're celebrating uh, women in rugby league round this week and we've got uh, some amazing women within the sport, both uh, professionally and just helping around the clubs at a junior level. But where do you see netball taking off? As I said, I think it's a really great time for uh, professional athletes for women. But how do you see the game moving forward in the next, uh, you know, five to ten years?
1: Yeah, I think netball's in a a really important phase, I I guess. I think um, with all the domestic leagues around the world getting stronger, I think it's nearly like a now or never in terms of collaboration. Um, Whether, uh, like in my head, I'm thinking whether they all talk to each other and they figure out when they want their season, you're potentially uh, creating a landscape where players could play all around the world and all year round, which is a really unique opportunity, I think, for a female. Um, Obviously... Um, those with families or potentially having kids and wanting to play that's an added challenge but I think it's so exciting to think um, and it's kind of happening in Super Netball now. New Zealand League has finished um, and now you're seeing some of those players pop up in teams as replacement players Um, but yeah, I I think it's hugely exciting and if we can get the big organisations to talk to one another you could uh, essentially be a professional athlete all year round and spend Uh, Six months in Antarctica, and then six months (laughs)
0: over
2: here. Yeah, that's so cool. Hey, Laura, thank you so much for giving us some time on the Storm Hour tonight. We really appreciate the Sunny Coast Lightning uh, top two spot on the line this weekend when they play the Melbourne Vixens at Melbourne Arena on Sunday. So get along to that game. It's a very unique one because it's Melbourne Vixens taking on Sunny Coast Lightning who are part owned by the Melbourne Storm. So there's a great Melbourne connection with this whole game. So good luck on the weekend and the dream for the 3 Peter's is still alive. So thanks for having a chat to us on the Storm Hour.
3: Cool. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Laura. Good on you,
2: Laura. Well, before we go, go to the break, uh, what a superstar, Laura Langman, and to be the a captain of a World Cup side—that's an incredible honour. Uh, that's that's remarkable. Even though it was for the, it was for the Silver Ferns over the Diamondbacks, yes, but that's okay. Uh, there's a question coming through one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to get involved in the show at any stage, uh, Gillard is in Corfield, who has a question for Cooper regarding the Sunny Coast Falcons game. Uh,
3: hello, Gillard. Julia. Hey there, guys. How are you? Good, thanks, Gillard. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Hey, I just wanted to ask if you caught the game on the weekend at all, Cooper. If I watched the game?
1: Yeah.
3: uh, I was able to watch the highlights, but I could not watch the game on the weekend.
1: Who was uh, silly good for you on the weekend, given that you're out with
3: the injury? Uh, Caleb Daunt. Uh, He is a junior up there playing for the Falcons, so he goes very well you know how, you know, if you did, I think you might have scored two tries. Is that right? Yeah, he scored a double. Yeah. How, how many tries have you scored this year for the Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> yes, how
1: Get many? Away, Actually, guy. no, forget it. About, forget about. How, many, how many have you scored all,
3: like, the two seasons you've played there? Let's do the total. Who is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> how, many? how many? Answer
3: him. <laughs> Yeah. Gillard, thanks for jumping on the show, Answer mate. Never now. ring us no again. Worries, guys.
2: <laughs> thanks, Gillard. I like Gillard. You. Congratulations, you won a double pass to see the Storm take <laughs> on the Canberra Raiders at Amy Park on Saturday, August seventeenth. All thanks to the Melbourne Storm. Say goodbye yeah, hey to keeper when you're there. Your club. Uh, stay on the line. <laughs> Dash will tell you how you can collect your tickets. That's a wonderful question. Well, That's all time. That's a Jeez. great caller. Thank you, Gillard. Can you he's... dump him already? Seriously? No, <laughs> That's a fair question, mate. Why, why
0: can't he ask that question, yeah. the
3: young man? Wow, well, he's Seriously. rattled. I he rattled know. him. I Any idea who that was? Any idea who Gillard is, boys? Or no can idea? You know what? Can we get
0: an answer? It wasn't uh, two. No, it wasn't.
3: no, it's not. Yeah, it is one last year and one so far. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey,
3: hey, you of all hey. people know I set him up but don't score him. Absolutely, yes, so John I'm Stockton. Dull. John Stockton's career
2: wasn't about scoring; he was
3: about setting up the mailman. Magic Johnson, bruh.
0: Magic Johnson, Matthew Johns, Andrew
3: Johns. Thank you. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, T-Bone of the Week nominations are next. one 736 736 If you've got a T-Bone of the Week nomination, we'll have a quick chat My about chat Hall about of the Fame too. Well, because, eh? And we'll talk about yeah. the comedy day Cheers. as well. eh? Ryan Pappenhausen as well. And we will speak to Ryan Pappenhausen and find out. And We'll get a review from him on the Hilltop Hoods concert he went to. So a jam-packed last segment on after this, The Storm Hour, S-E-N. Yeah. <laughs> On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Time to get your T-Bone of the Week nominations in. This is where we find out who you think's been the biggest idiot of the week in the world of rugby league. one 736 We'll talk Hall of Fame. In just a moment, but boys, it was a big week for some of the team because they're big fans of the Aussie hip-hop legends, the Hilltop Hoods. Uh, they all went along to the concert. So we thought we'd get a concert review just to go behind the scenes of a, the uh, day in the life of a rugby league player mm. when they get some of the perks that you get to enjoy. Mm. And sometimes that's ticket to, to concerts. So uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, who's been injured this year and uh, about to come back into the side for the home game against the Raiders this week is... Join us on the line. Paps, uh, how was the concert, mate?
1: Hey, boys. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good.
3: Anyway, thanks, Paps, for that movie, the uh, band review. Shando, you've got some information about the comedy night coming up.
0: Yes, the comedy night on uh, Sunday, August 18th. Uh, it's a player-driven event. Uh, it's going to be really good. Really one of the genuine opportunities to mingle with players. We've got five of the best local comedians the full NRL squad, and uh, there'll be a series of auctions taking place throughout the afternoon, including uh, signed jerseys and boots, some genuine uh, one-off, one-of-a-kind items. So uh, make sure you're there. You can book your tickets at thecomicslounge.com.au. It'll be Sunday afternoon, a great event. So if you're a Storm fan, something that definitely should not be missed. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it is. It sounds almost as good as that Hilltop Woods concert. That sounded
3: fantastic. I went too. It was outstanding. It was? Mm, So Tell us all about it. Yeah, it was really good. Just like what Ryan said. Yeah, you can't really top Ryan's review. It's, I really felt like I was there. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't write for Rolling Stone in his spare time, does no, he? No. no, he doesn't. He no. reads a lot of um, Time magazine, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Educated so, man. Yeah, he's educated. So that's that was a really good review. No, it was a really good review. Oh, hey, he speaking really of deaf.
2: a bad review, I'm having a look today at the announcements that will be unveiled in the Hall of Fame. The class of 2019 in the NRL Hall of Fame... Danny Badaris, Ruben Wicki, Stacey Jones and Craig Young are the four new members of the NRL's Hall of Fame. All great players. Yeah, but not one single Queenslander amongst them, including...
3: Maybe it's a sign. Kevy Walters. Well, we
2: get Your it, mate. mate. You asked yeah. Kevy for
0: an autograph in the 90s, you're not friends. <laughs> Seriously.
3: <laughs> You've seen him at the Caxton one night and you got a photo with him. Good on you. Do I need to show you the Facebook message again? Oh, get it out. Go on, show us you know what, just, just text it to us. I'll just group in, in our, it in right our now.
2: amazing group <laughs> chat.
3: was um, just taking his headphones off and off he goes, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's going to vlog. He's,
2: Shandle's oh, got a new this. vlog coming out, guys. Vlogging, yeah, mate. This will be brought up in a minute. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but why no, Kevy Walters, six premierships. He's a, a state of origin representative of over 20 origins. He's played for Australia. He's a, a state of origin coach. And still, no place for him or
0: Paul Fatty Voughton uh, in the mix. Well, mate. I mean, you talk about that. Does Fatty Voughton even compare to what you just tossed up in terms he's of Kev- a state Kev- of origin resume? winning coach in that year where they had no Olympics? No, no. He's yeah, Kevy's obviously. Kevy's a genuine contender. I'm not sure how the Hall of Fame works, but I imagine at some point he's going to be there. Yeah,
3: I think he will be. I think. I think they just had Danny Bediris, great player. Stacey Jones and Ruben Wicki mate. They changed the game over there in New Zealand. Come My on, issue Give is, a go. Give I don't. A
0: go. I don't know what happens in America. The Immortals, yes, it needs to be very, very limited selections. But the Hall of Fame, open slather. Like, it's a yeah. Hall of Fame. You're just, you're just acknowledging legends of the game. I think four is not enough. Like, open it up a little bit.
2: You could understand why Queenslanders would be slightly peeved by that.
0: Yeah.
3: All right, mate. Just can't. Is Paps still I've, on the line?
2: Um, change? I'll just check. Paps, uh, anything else to report from the concert, mate? Uh, no,
3: nah,
1: nothing for me here.
3: He's
0: uh, done pap. a sensational job. Yeah, Good really, job. He really, when you give that much of an in-depth explanation, you feel like you've got nothing left. I when you nail it, it on the first go,
2: Ryan Pappenhausen, thank you so much. So make sure you go and see the Hilltop Hoods. Molly Meldrum must hear that and go, oh, I've had such an impact on the
3: story." See, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. I'm starting to think Paps, you know, Paps's footy crew might be in danger because he might get some offers from music labels now for reviewing. Yeah, you
0: know? I mean, Paps reminds me of a young Molly. Yeah. You, you do with that what you will. Okay. I'll leave that to your own imagination. Do yourself
2: a favour. Uh, let's move on to T-Bone of the Week. This is where we
0: basically nominate our Idiot of the yeah, Week. Yeah, leave the intro to me, Sam. Uh, intro. <laughs> Go on, hit us with it. Come on. T-Bone of the Week. Uh, it comes from one of our classic mates here on the show, Cameron Munster. He lived with a few of the boys in a house. They nicknamed themselves the Porterhouse. Went out and got a tattoo, commemorate the occasion. Unfortunately, Cameron decided to get a T-Bone. Therefore, he's an idiot. Therefore, this award has come about. Why don't you kick us off, Sam, running off the boys' coats' tails, Hargraves.
2: <laughs> Go on. Just for that alone, you should get a nomination.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, feel free, mate.
2: Uh, and you will get a nomination. I got, was preparing a delicious meal in the kitchen just earlier oh. on this evening, and I got a FaceTime request coming through, and I answered the phone. I said, why are you trying to FaceTime me, Shandor? And he said, just come round to the door. So I go around to the glass doors here at SEN because we don't give either of you swipe cards and for good reasons. Which, which we don't know why yet. Uh, yeah, good cheers. reasons. Very good reasons. Uh, so I go around there and without any consent form or waiver being signed, I'm confronted with a camera in my face, straight in the mush, and I'll say, what is this all about, Shandor? I'm vlogging. So you, Shandor, are a T-bone.
3: Hang on a sec. What on earth are you doing? Are you denying the man to vlog?
2: I am denying any man to vlog. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Who are you? Next week, you'll come in and say, I'm an Instagram influencer. That's the path you're going down, mate. Uh,
3: You already said that to me today.
0: Uh, You tell my 20K followers that. T-bone. I'm up next. Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) So recently uh, Brandon Smith was injured in a game of touch pre-a-captain's run and the big man-child Tino Fa'asua Ma'alawi is playing at 100 miles an hour and has taken out one of our key players. So that's a T-bone. It's an unfortunate one, but it had to be mentioned. My second T-bone is Sam Hargraves. Now, (laughs) this made me sick. Yeah, you want to talk about Instagram? Is I this was his on story? there. Yeah, I was on there yeah. influencing, and I was watching <laughs> Sam's story, and it just made me sick in my stomach. Now, whether he even knows the AFL player on Survivor, <laughs> if he even knows him, again, he's probably tapped him on the shoulder, introduced himself. I work at Sen, you know. Yeah, he he the bloke to his credit. Simon Black. Simon Black. Blake? Black. 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 Just a three-time premiership player, Brownlow medalist, Norm Smith. Be quiet, Sam. Credit where it's due. He was playing a game of toss the ball in the wooden box, and it was from a great height and it was a phenomenal effort. He shot eight from nine. I was very impressed. Oh, wow. Not as impressed as Sam when he went on to do a full-blown hero idol post, as if he knew him, and to just... Expose how great he was at tossing the ball in the box. I mean, it was ridiculous. Unless that is your best mate, I mean... I not say it, best mate. No, it's, it's made me sick, and anyone who follows you thought about it, looked at it, and they thought, you know what, you're a T-bone. So <laughs> congratulations, Sam, you're the winner. I've declared it. Well done.
3: Have you got a nomination, Cooper? Uh, yeah, I don't want to follow that up, but I will, because <laughs> we went to the Hilltop Hoods on Saturday night. Myself, Ryan, Ryder, Ryan's roommate, What Ups, as we know him. <laughs> And uh, Darren Shonig, new recruit to the Melbourne Storm. What Ups would have been Guru then. Yeah, What Ups was. He was in fine form. No one um, knows who What Ups is. Keep going. It's, it's Paps' roommate and best <laughs> friend. What
0: Ups. It's his ganger.
3: Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> so one of the songs, Darren the whole time, he knew one Hilltops Hood song, and it come on about 40 minutes into the show. Darren, who, my friend, is seven months sober, Darren. So, well done, Darren. But Darren proceeded to take his shirt off. Oh. What? And wave it above his head at the Hilltops Hood concert. And we were sitting in the furthest back row. We weren't in the mosh pit or anything. He took his shirt off and waved it above his head at the Hilltop Hood concert. Everybody around was sitting with their family, friends, children. The children seen Darren. And it was disgusting. Darren, you're my T-bone. Never take your shirt off
0: again. Darren show and did Johnny. Lock it, your wives up. It, yeah. it was,
3: it was it, though, you know how sometimes
2: rappers give instructions to the crowd of what they want to do? Like, raise your hands in the... Air and wave them around like you just don't care. Wow, you just was made there... that sound so uncool. <laughs> was there any Classic. instructions to take off your shirt, wave them around in front of families
3: and children? No. No, okay. Well,
2: well then if yeah, there was, just, does, does that, that just different.
0: mean you should do that?
3: Yeah. If someone told you to do something that you didn't want to do, would you do it? Well, you two clearly don't do anything that I tell you to do, so
0: uh, I would
3: say
2: no. Those
0: those moments, you know, they can create a lot of insecurity. Imagine Sam, graduation day. Guys, throw your hats (laughs) in the air. No, I don't want to do it. You know. (laughs) An 18-year-old Sam. (laughs) With With a (laughs) Devon. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Listen how much you love your oh, own work oh, Cooper, That was Cooper's laugh That oh, was good, idea, that was good. Oh. Hey, uh,
2: Get along to see the Melbourne Storm this weekend They take on the Canberra Raiders at Amy Park Saturday August 17th Melbourne Storm, our city, your club If you missed any of tonight's show SEN.com.au You can download the podcast Chandler Earl, Cooper John's. Have you got
3: Dale's song just sing us out? Do you want Dale's song? Come on,
2: there us Dale's song. OK, well, we'll go Dale's song, if I can find it. Here we go. Now performing a cover of the Lewis
0: Capella, hit, hit someone you loved, Dale Finucane. Thanks, Sammy. It's been another great week. Thank you,
1: boys. I'm going under this time I fear there's no one to save me. This all or nothing really got away and driving me crazy. I need somebody to heal, somebody to know, somebody to have, somebody to hold.